0: I'm Dr. Harleman, principal of Little Miami High School, and you're listening to the Woodhenge Podcast.
1: Well, welcome to Something Different. Uh, this is the Woodhenge Podcast. I'm Mr. Desantis,
2: And I'm Ms. Frederick, and thank you for being here.
1: Thanks so much for joining us. We're not quite sure what this is going to exactly look like yet. Um, but we definitely wanted to try something, try something a little different, try something to share with you, um, try something kind of fun for us throughout the day. So I don't know that we have a ton of expectations going in, but thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us for episode one. Let's do it. Let's do it. So first off, we're coming back from a a heck of a summer break.
2: Oh my goodness. You had an exciting summer. I did. I got engaged. Heck yes. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty exciting. Uh, my fiance and I have been together for uh, a little over a year and a half, and then he popped the question, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. We were downtown, and I didn't expect it at all, and I, it was just so great.
1: Not expecting it, I think, makes it
2: makes it better. Yeah, and usually I don't really like surprises, so I was oh, yeah. I, I was pleasantly surprised, obviously, but.
1: I caught my wife very off guard with hers, and it made for the best pictures because she just had no – she had no clue.
2: Oh, my goodness. We didn't have pictures at ours. We – he drove us to the top of this uh, park in Newport area, Mm -hmm. and the entire time I was like, oh, my gosh, let's just go to dinner. I'm so hungry. Like, blah, 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 blah. And he was like – I mean, I thought he was just sweating because he was like, oh, my God, this dinner bill is going to be expensive or something, but – Clearly it was for different reasons. And I was just being so rude the whole time. I felt terrible afterward because he was like, I just want to show you this beautiful skyline. Look at it. And I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, can we go? And then I turned around and he knelt down and I was like, oh, my God. Okay. I was being terrible the whole time. So it was pretty great. But, yeah, that was kind of the biggest part of my summer. Like you had a big summer too. What did you do?
1: We had a heck of an adventure. So last summer we got a camper, like a little – a little camper. Mm-hmm. Um, and we spent 28 straight days camping out West. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. So, um, it was, it was, we go West every other summer. We went for our honeymoon and just like fell in love with the Rockies and, and doing stuff out there. So now they had the camper instead of like a week in a BNB or like a Verbo or something. We, we pulled our little camper and we spent, yeah, a month basically. So we, I mean, we hiked like 30 miles in the course of the month and spent mainly our time in Colorado and Utah. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, what, four national, five national parks, a bunch of state parks, a bunch of, like, national monuments and stuff. I love Buffalo. Did you see any Buffalo? We actually didn't. Normally we do, but the places we were, I don't – no, we saw a couple moose, mooses, meese, whatever. It's moose, right? I, I saw some Jeopardy thing <laughs> on, like, TikTok about that. Um, I saw some moose. We saw a bunch of elk. Um, oh god those are huge oh my god yeah they're massive and they like stand right next to the road (laughs) um so go go slow um but yeah no a month camping there and then uh, we came back to do some stuff around the house and hang out in the pool and then went out to see family and it's been a week camping in the finger lakes um, of new york too which is a really cool it's a really cool area Um, oh wow yeah, it's not incredibly far from here either, which which helps. Because if you go out west, it's like a two-day drive.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I I mean, a couple of years ago, I went out to South Dakota, and I was oh, yeah. exhausting. I didn't drive at all, and I was just tired.
1: Now, I think Julia Walsh and I were actually in the same town outside of Denver on the same day. Like, oh. how we didn't see each other is beyond me. And Fruworth and I were also in Estes Park at the same time. We, like, weathered the same hailstorm.
2: And we oh, realized God. it all when we got
1: back here. Um, he actually ran to one of our students there. I can't remember the name, but he mentioned it. Um, to recently of yeah, he's just walking in a trail and that person looks familiar. yeah, no, it's because I had him in class <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's it's kind of funny the people you'll see but yeah, that was our summer so it sounds like we both had a heck of a time and I now know. we now we get back to teaching
2: yeah, and it's gonna be honestly a pretty great year. I'm very excited there's a lot of new things happening a lot of transitions and
1: I'm not afraid cool to say content. I think this is the most excited I have been for a first day and like I a start of school. I don't know. It's this is your five for me. It's year like four and a half for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm. I think. I think it's going to go all right. I think part of that is going to be our, our guest today.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, we have a great. You see guest. how we transition
1: that. So episode <laughs> one, uh, we're going to chat with the new head principal here at Little Miami High School, Dr. Kevin Harleman, um, somebody that a lot of us I think have gotten to know really really well in his relatively short time here mm-hmm. so he's got some really interesting stories he's got some cool stuff to share about his ideas for here and, and where we're going to head as a as a building as a staff and as a student body so should we uh should we get going let's do it here's episode one dr kevin Harleman. All
2: right.
1: <laughs> welcome back to the wood inch podcast i'm mr Sanctis, and i'm miss frederick we're glad you're here we're really glad this guy's here dr kevin harlem welcome to the pod thank you um, so it's been a busy, I imagine, a busy summer for you with the transition of going from getting vapes out of lockers into now running a building. Um, what was the summer like? Trying to get ready.
0: Uh, lots of paperwork, lots of meetings. Uh, just getting <laughs> used to the new, the new routine, the new job, job duties. Uh,
1: I imagine it's exciting.
0: It is exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm excited now that the staff's back, and I'm excited for the students to come back because, you know, tired of sitting in meetings and to be around people
1: again. And there's no meetings once school starts. Good thing.
0: Well, yeah. Right, I
1: wish. <laughs> <laughs> when I went from like just working to the administrator role working in sports, I think I spent three quarters of my time in meetings. Yeah. And I just had no idea that like that was a thing that you do as a professional is you just go sit there and talk about the things you should be doing as a professional. You schedule meetings for another meeting. You just make a meeting to make another meeting. Yep. I just – I could not yeah. – I just couldn't wrap my mind around it, but, um, I think from a staff perspective, we're glad you're here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the kids are pretty excited to, to have you back as well. Um, but when we talked – you talked to one of our DMA kids last year and kind of our walk and talk interview. Mm-hmm. Um, they did ask you a question about why DMA is your favorite. Mm-hmm. And when we were reviewing the questions, I did tell them that that should come out. Um, <laughs> it didn't, but I, I had made my request. Um, but you had talked about getting into education. I wanted to kind of follow up on that because in two minutes we can only do so much. But now we have most of the day yeah. until you have another meeting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> It was um, what a sixth grade teacher that kind of yeah, like lit the teacher, fire Mr. for you?
0: Mr. Snell, Mr. Ross Snell from Miamisburg. Uh, he was uh, just a great teacher, and he was exciting. He he sung science lessons, and, oh. and um, he was just very energetic. And then I got to spend a little bit of my summer. I went to Washington D.C. with him at that time. I was the president of the nee group, which was an environmental group. So I got to go to Washington D.C. with him that summer. Um, but he was just like a huge inspiration, and um, I mean, he is. The reason that I wanted to go into education and I wanted to, he, he inspired students and that's what I wanted to do.
2: Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Great guy. I have to ask, what kind of a student were you like as a high schooler?
0: Um I'm afraid to know. You know it. the pranks that I pulled? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. I've been mischievous <laughs> my oh entire my God. life. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Honest my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The seniors need to uh, come up to you and ask uh, some prank advice. I think. Yeah, they're not they as creative. Cool.
0: Uh, last year's seniors were not as creative as, as I was <laughs> my senior year, but, um, but I'm not going to give them
2: any tips. Do you think that working on a team and playing on a team, like I guess your entire life, do you mm-hmm. think that that's like help with your career in the future? Like,
0: I think so because it allowed yeah. me, like, you know, like when I was in high school, to juggle, you know, juggle school, you know, and sports. Mm-hmm. But I, always, I think it's good for kids to play sports in college or, or even if you are not going to play sports, do some kind of activity in college. I think it become you become a better parent that way because oh, wow, you yeah. have to learn to juggle things early on. And um, I think it makes you better. I think it just makes you all around a better person.
1: You know, yeah. I mean,
0: whatever activity it is, doesn't have to be sports related. Just any activity just keep you busy.
2: Right.
1: I mean, I think we see it with some of the kids even in school now. If you can manage your time, get your homework done, get to practice, get your lift in Mm -hmm. heck, even through a job, and on top of that, I think we see the we see some difference with those kids that can handle that. Oh yeah.
2: -hmm. Um, I was gonna (laughs) say, I feel like you are so calm and so, I don't know, straightforward. I I love that. I think that that is something that I feel like Little Miami, as a whole, needs. I think we get a lot of that out of our teachers and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I think it's exciting that we get that, you know, sense of I don't know, like.
1: It's like that calming presence. Yeah. I think when you look at like a ship captain or like the guy, if the guy in charge is kind of calm and level headed, it makes it easier for everybody else. Yeah. So you weren't always that calm level headed. Oh no. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, ever since
0: I got an education, I have been, but as, as a, as a student and I, when I was younger, now I was, I was a hothead and, and had a nasty temper, but um, yeah, I mean like life's too short. Like my life's great. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, a wonderful wife, six kids, three grandkids and, Oh, I, I mean, life, can't. life is just great. And like the Jed Monceau, she laughs all the time because you know, every time I walk by, she's like, you're always smiling. Why are you always smiling? <laughs> like, I, I'm just happy. Like I, I, I love what I do. I love coming here every day. Um, I love the staff here. The staff's great. When I started here, you know, three years ago, everybody's so welcoming and, mm. and I, I love it. Yeah. So I couldn't see myself doing anything else. I, I really enjoyed it. Here. Yeah.
2: We, we, as the English department have really enjoyed you. Um, you make our observations and all that stuff really, really relaxing and supportive. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that Um, on our end. I felt like I needed to say that for sure.
1: Well, through the PD sessions, um, you know, but leading up to the start of school, I think there's been some conversations about culture, climate. um, And you've talked quite a bit, at least to the staff, Mm -hmm. about wanting to do some, want to do some things different, especially when it comes to the students. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything that you can share to kind of get some insight for them to have something maybe they're, I mean, I'm sure everybody's just thrilled to be back at school. But yeah, is there anything yeah. else that you can that you can kind of share? Any nuggets coming up that they might be interested in?
0: Uh, I think the, the biggest thing that we're, we're working on right now is, is the homecoming parade. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Homecoming parade's always been on a Friday night before the game, and it's crowded. And um, so we're moving homecoming uh, the homecoming parade to Thursday night. Um, Hamilton Township Police have been gracious, and they're going to close off 22 and 3, so we can have a, a normal parade down the road. Oh my and, gosh! Um, and uh, you know that i want to get the community involved. I want to get, you know, bring it back to, you know, I'm not from here. So I'm, you know, I don't know what it used to be like, but Mm -hmm. from what I hear of what it used to be like in that kind of hometown atmosphere. So that's what I really want to bring back. So that's the big thing in the works. Jamie Feuerbach, who's a student government leader. She's absolutely wonderful. Oh my God. Yes. And, um, I mean, she's really spearheaded this and her ideas. I mean, she's very creative. So her ideas that she's come up with are amazing. And it's going to be great for everyone.
2: I, so I went to school here. I grew up here went to school here and then came back and taught here. And I think that one of the things that I remember growing up was that atmosphere of being close and being like a family. And I, I think that part of that is bringing back those elements like homecoming parades and stuff like that. Like it was always fun and you always wanted to be there. Like even my parents would go and they – like, God bless them. They they didn't want to go to a lot of the events that we were all in because we were in all kinds of crazy stuff. But they were like, oh, yeah, because all this stuff included them as well. And it wasn't just for students. It was for the community. And yeah. I that's so important, honestly. Absolutely. yeah. Like it.
0: And I mean, we're bringing back like pep rallies and, and trying to do different oh, activities yes. for the students. <laughs> um, I just want to make it fun. Yeah. The school school. And obviously our, our jobs is to educate them and get them ready for college or, or career um but i mean i had great memories in high school high school was a blast and, yeah. and i feel and, you know covid covid hurt a lot i mean there's you know a lot of restrictions and
1: stuff after covid um but i just want to make i want to make it something that they remember and it was fun oh man i think the community thing is interesting cuz i come like you i came in from the outside mm-hmm. so i didn't know anybody mm-hmm. um or anyone i I live up towards Dayton. So this to me was just kind of that extra farmland that's out <laughs> yonder. Yep. Um, but I think the community thing is going to be even more interesting as we're, we're growing quickly. Very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. How does that factor into your plans and trying to build community when it's like the community seems to be ever changing and evolving quicker than we can probably keep up with.
0: Yeah. The nice thing is a lot of the people that I've met that have, have lived in this community for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I've really opened myself up to them to you know, come on in and like, let's have a conversation. If you have an idea, um, you know, I get great ideas in the PTO meetings
1: mm. but
0: then par- parents will just call or email me and I'll set up meetings with them and um, you know, they remember the old days of, of the way it was when there was you know, 500, 600 kids here in this building now we've got about 1600 kids in this building so oh um, so it does, it does factor in but you know, I think get, getting as many community members in as possible is, is going to be huge yeah. and I think the homecoming parade will be a good start to it and then we'll You'll come up with other ideas, and I'll rely on you know people Jamie just, and a lot of the other staff <laughs> to come up with good community ideas.
2: Mm-hmm. I People just want to be included. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the big thing. So I think that's super awesome that you're yeah. doing that. Yeah, I
0: think it's great. I think it's gonna great. be great. There's gonna be yeah. a dunking booth there, so uh,
1: you know.
2: Oh my, are yeah. you in the dunking booth?
1: Obviously. You could probably put together a pretty good uh, list at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'll um, grab Mr. I <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if <laughs> Mr. Carter's
1: not the donkey booth, I'm not going.
2: <laughs> you know, I remember uh we did one year when I was in high school, we did the uh like a like pie to the face or whatever. Oh, and yeah. everyone always chose Mr. Like Wayne Like um, to pie in the face every single time. I don't know why. It was just.
0: Have you ever had a pie to the face? Uh,
2: no, I've never. Yes,
0: I have. Oh, God. Back when I taught <laughs> in Green County, I, I volunteered mm. like a fool. And um, it was funny, obviously sticky, nasty. Yeah. But a couple of hours later, it stinks. Oh. Like, it stinks bad, like real bad. So yeah,
2: Like sour milk. Done. Yeah, it's done. I would just be nervous that they would smack my face and, like, actually kind of, like, break my nose. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I
1: I think it was my wife's school. They actually had somebody get pied so hard they were knocked out. So those were not allowed after that. Yeah. yeah. That was an interesting video. Yeah, frowned upon (laughs) is a good good way to put it. Oh, yeah. It just comes up and just whoa bam Oh, wow. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Open good. palm.
1: Yeah. Well, I think at that point, the pie is just there as the insurance in yeah. between the hand and the, and the face.
2: Slight yeah. cushion, not yeah. quite though. <laughs> <Just a> slight
1: <laughs> stinky cushion. I, uh, I heard that, uh, Dr. Julesman would volunteer though. All oh, for – yeah. oh, love it. Well, good to watch. So, yeah, get that on the calendar. Yeah, the calendar. Get that on the yeah, calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are, is there anything specific this year that in your mind you're, you're looking forward to? I know Homecoming, I've heard you mention a couple of times. I know you're excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, is it, it for you, is it specific events you're looking forward to? Or is it just kind of like the overall feeling of, kind of kinda getting back to getting, getting the students back, getting the staff back and kind of getting to what is hopefully going to be a normal year.
0: Yeah. Like I want to, I want to do new events. Um, my, my main focus is just changing the culture and mm-hmm. changing, making a very positive atmosphere around here. Um, being here for obviously the students, which what we talked about, but like being here for the staff, like being, you know, someone to listen to them, someone to help them out, someone to problem solve with them. Um, I feel it's am um, pretty easy to talk to. Um, so, you know, I had just open-door policy come in. Let's talk. Let's figure this out. And um, But I just want to be a voice for them. And, you know, mm-hmm. any other concerns that I can't fix, I work with central office. You know, with uh, Mrs. Morgan, the new superintendent, has been great to work with. So I think that will be – I think we'll get a lot done. I do have some surprises for the staff. I'm
1: um, um, sure. <laughs> Define surprise. Good surprises for the staff. <laughs> some,
0: positive, some positive reinforcement for the staff oh. um, that I'm not going to disclose because you're staff members. That's fair. Um, but um, th- things will definitely be different. Things will be way more positive and And uh, hopefully everybody has fun. Hopefully people have had fun these first few days of school.
2: I know I have. It's been it's been really cool getting my classroom together and taking that time and you know, working with our um, our whole child group, that was awesome. I feel like even with that program that we're in now, for those who are listening, we have this program called whole child where we focus on, um, you know, regulating students and helping them um, manage their emotions, but then also uh, just be in the classroom and, and get the most they can out of learning. And so uh, the teachers break off into different groups and stuff. And I thought that was so much fun because last year you were in my group. Um, and even from our small group last year, it was such a cool way to end the year. Um, just to see that, like the teachers feel the same way we want to help these students, but there is almost like a form of disconnect. And I think that this whole child will be really, really a a good way to connect us. So I don't know about you, but what do you think that this program, um, maybe can translate into classrooms and add to that culture change in our school?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it'll help a lot with classroom management, mm-hmm. understanding like kids come from so many different backgrounds and, yeah. and we have a lot of kids at work. We have a lot of kids that need to work to help support their family. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have that, that kid that dozes off in class, you know, that you know, some people it's like, you know, he's just being bad. He's being disobedient. When, like, if you get to know that kid and mm-hmm. build a nice relationship with that kid, you understand, like, you, you work till one o'clock in the morning last night and mm-hmm. he's, he's tired. Um, so I think really the relationship building with the kids, um, going to knock down a lot of discipline problems. Yeah. But I think the kids will feel more supportive and, 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 more comfortable going to teachers if they need something. And, um, I mean, to me, life is about relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you build a good relationship with your teachers and, and obviously you're going to have, you know, fit in personality wise with some teachers better than others. I mean, that's absolutely normal. That's normal. You know, adult life. But I want kids to just feel comfortable that they know that people are here
2: if they need them. I love that. You know, speaking of relationships, I heard that you absolutely love your car. Do. Why? What is the, just tell me, I don't which, even know. Which
1: car are you referring to?
2: Exactly. Okay. There you go. I, I, I love cars.
1: <laughs> I
0: just love cars. I love cars and trucks. Um, yeah. And I trade them a lot. Really? Yeah. A lot. I get bored. Oh my gosh! So and I drive so much, I'm in my car all the time, mm-hmm. and I, I sometimes just get bored and just get a new one.
2: What's your favorite car that you've ever had?
0: Probably 944 Porsche. Oh, Whoa. yeah.
2: Okay, it's probably my amazing. favorite i Okay, that's so much better than my little junky Honda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Move a little quicker too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my cool. favorite truck's the truck I have now. It's okay. My favorite truck that I've owned.
2: Okay, yeah. So,
1: yeah. Is it? and it's different than the truck you had before that?
0: <laughs> Slightly. I mean yeah. different color? I mean it's different color, different badging, different package. So mm. yeah, I mean it's, it's the same kind of truck, It's just different options.
2: And so all pranks, no cars. No cars? That's I love my that. one
1: and no flowers.
2: No flowers? No flowers on so my flowers.
1: Yeah, no, that You no flowers? That oh. came up a lot when for the very first ever episode of the Panther show. Our students went around and talked to all the new staff. Mm. And the interesting fact that Dr. Harlan presented us with was I'm really into my flowers and I'm really into my gardening. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, Dr. Flowers. And he was <laughs> like, no, really. So, no, oh. if you have like gardening questions, he's here. Like yeah.
2: he's here. He's here to help. Okay. Well, yeah. oh, that's good to know.
0: I kind of let people walk in my front yard at all.
2: Oh, like, yeah. No, I – yeah. Same way.
0: They can play in the backyard a little bit. The grandkids can as long as they don't trample it down too much. But, yeah, I'm pretty uh, – yeah. I've got, oh so got some issues in that department.
1: How has that always been your thing?
0: Ever since I got a house, ever since I bought my first house, I, my dad was really into like landscaping mm-hmm. and keeping his place nice. And, and so, uh, um, I just kind of follow that. And he was always perfectionist about his yard and yeah. And then now my son is kind of followed that and he owns his own landscaping business. And so, oh, that's um, cool. yeah, kind of, I like being outdoors. So anything outdoors I can do. Yeah. So.
2: I like mowing the lawn. Really? I love it. Yeah. It's very like I don't it's know. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is no one messes with me. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're holding a big machinery yeah. and like, you know, you got that like scrunched up face and you're listening to your, your music yeah. and it's it's a vibe. It is. No one messes with me and I get a little tan.
1: I mean, if I'm doing like a riding mower, I think like that's a different story. Like I'm to my parents' place with 100 acres. Like, yeah, you hop on and just the zero turn, just go. And sure, it'll take you three hours, but like, yeah, you're quiet. Nobody can – you can't hear anything or anyone. You're good. But like to mow my lawn now, just – we started paying somebody this summer because I was like, it just isn't worth it.
2: I don't mind the lawn mower writing, but I did get stuck in a field because the gas went like was completely gone by the time I like almost finished and I was coming back around and just puttered out. So I had to walk almost um, like 15 minutes back to get the gas tank and then bring it back. And oh, I can't do that. So my push, my push mower's fine. That's why you
1: filled up with gas before you leave. I, yeah.
2: I I did. I just kept going, <laughs> going like a crazy person. Yeah. Well, gardening's fun. I like that. It's very yeah. common. Like vegetables and stuff or just flowers and like landscaping. Oh,
0: no, we do vegetables and stuff. So like oh. um, we grow cucumbers. My wife makes millions of jars of pickles.
2: Oh, nice. Um,
0: last night I made salsa out of, oh. out,
2: of what,
0: out of our garden. Um yeah, green beans. Lots nice. of green beans. We freeze them and Eat them throughout the year.
2: Oh, that's so yeah, cool. I, I love that. The garden's
0: more her thing, though. hmm Yeah, like I'll prep it for her, and then she – that's her thing. She, she picks everything. So.
2: I feel like gardening is such a good, like, relationship booster, too. You really get to find out, like, who your partner is when it's gardening season. Mm-hmm. I know that for my parents it's really wild. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yelling and where does the squash go? No, the cilantro goes over here. And, like, make sure the marigolds are planted on this crazy part and, mm-hmm. yeah –
0: Yeah. I just kind of do what she says.
2: I I love that.
1: Yeah. So we talked about your baseball. We've talked about your gardening. We've talked about your pranks. I mean, we know how you got an education, but I think we've we've talked a bit about your backstory, but I mean, you were at the alternative school before you came here, which I imagine is going to give you a bit of a different perspective on, on some things in education and, Mm -hmm. I have to think that that helps you in this role quite a bit.
0: It does. I, so I started when I, when I taught. I taught for 13 years before becoming a principal, and, and mm-hmm. uh, I taught at um, Green County SC and Warren County SC. Um, but I taught um, at-risk students in self-contained classrooms. And um, so there were a lot of behavior issues and things like that. And like, I, I fell in love with it. I went to school to be a social studies teacher. Um, to be honest, I was looking for a job, couldn't find a social studies job. I accepted a special ed job and fell in love with it and Aww. ended up getting my doctorate in special ed. Um, and then I went to the alternative school was principal there for, for a long time. And, um, I just, I got a soft spot in my heart for at risk kids. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, the, the changes that they can make. And I mean, again, it's about relationships. You build mm-hmm. relationships with them. Um, their behavior gets a lot better. You know, they mm-hmm. graduate high school, you know, you get, I still get letters, emails all, all the time from, from past students. So, um, but they felt like everybody gave up on them, but mm-hmm. they had someone that they felt believed in them and pushed them you know, <laughs> towards the end. So, um, that, that's, a, that's always been my passion. So coming in here, um, it was, you know, after 19 years of mm-hmm. working with at-risk kids, it was a nice change of, um, you know, in a, nor- in a per se, normal high school. Um, it was a nice change, it yeah. was a nice change, but, um, you know, you guys see you walk by my office. I'm, I usually have kids in there, you know, working with kids and building that relationship with kids to, to help them with, you know, whatever, whatever they need help with. But, um, but the at-risk population is kind of my go-to. There, I, I'm really
1: passionate about that.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Wow.
1: So when you when you graduated looking for a social studies job, the ESC was just the only thing something around or did you, was that something you kind of had honed in on knowing that you wanted to get an education um, or was it kind of a happy accident?
0: It was a happy accident. Hmm. It was, uh, I was on the consortium looking for jobs and, um, they said they would take someone with it in, any teaching license. Um, and so I fell into that and, and I'm glad I did.
2: So, have you always been in Ohio? I have. Okay. Very
0: nice. Yeah. I graduated from Mimesburg High School. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I've always, <laughs> always been.
1: Very nice. Okay. Where did you go undergrad? By state. That nice. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Especially as a baseball player. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Are you still, like, involved with baseball? Like, I know you're coaching summer ball, um, and I had heard, and it was just a rumor, mm-hmm. but I had heard that Mr. Olivencia's team played your team this summer, and he may or may not have won that game. I'll leave that where it is, but I was just kind of oh. curious your involvement still with with baseball.
0: Yeah, so they did beat us. Um, the umpire, it was a fair ball down the line for us to win the game. The umpire called it foul, but that's beside the point.
1: But we're not um, bitter about that I'm, at
0: all. I'm extremely bitter about it, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I coached, uh, to be honest with you, this is my last year of coaching. Um, I, uh, I've i coached now for 21 years. Uh, I coached at Mindsburg High School for 14 years. I've been coaching this current team that I have um, for the last five. Um, they're all 18 years old, going to college, you know, graduate high school, and, mm. and um, I'm going to hang it up for now. Yeah, um, I've done it for so long. My summers are full of baseball, and that's how we travel. And uh, My wife wants to travel, not revolving take a break. around baseball. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I'd make the joke, like, I'm going to go take another team. She said, that's fine. I'm going to go travel by myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but then the other day I get a, a phone call from, so I, I've always, I've coached in the Canes organization for the last five years and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I got a call from the head of it and asked me if I'd take a 12-U team. And oh, God. Um, I, I love like 12, 13, 14 year olds. You can still teach them and shape them. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, but
1: yeah.
2: How to say no. I,
0: well, I, we're still waiting wife approval right oh, now. Oh
1: gosh. So, so, so <laughs> you're still gonna try it, huh? I'm thinking.
0: I, I, I was, <laughs> That's fine, I was ready when I was done um, after that last tournament, but I've had now a month and I,
1: I miss it. Like I, mm-hmm. I, again,
0: I miss being around this kids. Like I have a blast and it's so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you're just doing baseball stuff at that point too. Exactly. Yeah. It's just baseball, yeah. which is which is cool. That the summer coaching and the high school coaching are very different. Very different. Very different very deals. Different.
2: And that age group, they're so goofy, no, honestly. No, yeah. Like, they're just yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, I, I a really
0: little because I had, <laughs> I mean, I had 10 of the same kids for the last five years. Right. And great families. And so, I mean, just the relationship that, uh, that I built with the, the whole program was unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, typically 18 year olds, uh, 18 year old teams, they do not go out of town typically because kids are already committed to college.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the parents are like, no, we're going to Florida. <laughs> like, we're going to Florida
2: again. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Did yeah. you go straight from playing into coaching? I, yes. Being on that side, I saw a bunch of the guys try and go pro and then they switch off uh, and go college coaching. To
0: go or? Um, I, uh, yeah, I went right into coaching. So I was done playing when I was 19 and went straight into coaching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Took a year off. A couple of years and I took a year off, um, but went back to it. Love
2: it. That's awesome commitment, mm-hmm. though. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's good. Passion. I mean, it's yeah, it's great. obviously an important part
1: of your life yeah. it, it at is. that point.
0: It is. So the thing now is, like, if I don't coach <laughs> next summer, like, I, I'm a very competitive person and I, I I, feed off that. I love to compete and I love to, to take my team and beat your team. and
1: Unless it's and, all events his yeah, team. Yeah, unless
0: the umpire, you know, calls the yeah, foul ball, um, but um, it's um, yeah that competitive size. So I told my wife, I'm like, I you know, we might just like put a cornhole set, of horseshoes, something like that. It's <laughs> I just, I just, I just competition, so right. You want me
2: around? Here goes. We're Here's what we're gonna do. You'll have the best uh, lawn. You could yeah. compete by lawn. No yeah. one will know you're competing, but they'll be like, wow, yeah. what a nice lawn. Tell them. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, some neighborhoods will award you. Barnhart won that a couple of years ago. I he used to had win like win
0: Miamisburg. And you'll like this story. It's a good one.
1: So <laughs> I, I won
0: Miamisburg when I lived in Miamisburg. Mm-hmm. Um, they had City Beautiful Awards, and I won it year after year after year oh my for my flowers in my yard. And So my mom ended up like buying the house like seven, eight houses down the street from me. And I totally redid all her landscaping and all this stuff. And that year, I didn't get City Beautiful Award. She did.
2: Oh, <gasps> oh man. Yes.
0: So I'm, I'm bitter about that oh, still no. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but I did it, Mom. Like, it needs to go in my yard. But
2: yeah, so she's like, Well, it's I'm Slightly my yard. bitter on that one
0: still.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's
1: awesome. <laughs> how many years ago?
2: Um,
0: how many years ago was that? Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, probably about eight.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. Poor yeah. Olivencia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we uh, know you're busy. We appreciate
2: you taking the time to, oh, wait, to stop by. Oh. I, I have one thing. Yep. Oh. So because you work with so many students, I'm sure that you come across different slang. I do. So I'm going to give you some slang words and you're going to tell me if you know it or you're going to try and define it. Are you ready? Okay. If you don't, just say pass and I'll tell you okay. what it means. Okay. If someone says that they're clapping back, what do you think that means? I don't know. Oh, clap back is like verbal retaliation to criticism. Oh, okay. So they're like, oh, clap, clap back. back. All right, uh, flex. Yeah,
0: I, I, I mean, I've heard it. What do you think it is? Uh, it's like you're flexing on someone. Like, yeah, it's like I, you know, if you want to fight somebody, like flexing on someone.
2: Okay, yeah, 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 good. Nice. Yeah, you, you're right, you're right. Okay. It's like showing that you're like better yeah, or yeah. whatever. Okay. Chuggy. Never heard of that. <laughs> I only heard this last year. It was brand new to me. Um, it's what they use to describe something uncool. So if you're wearing like, mm, I don't even know, like clashing outfit, you look choogy, you look lame. So now you can use. Chewy. You look very chewy. So your neighbor's yard is chewy. chewy you know. For sure. Um, you probably heard this when they're like, okay, boomer. Have you ever heard that? You're older. Yeah. yeah. We don't, don't get that the one much. <laughs> you you're lying <laughs> um to be ghosted.
0: Yeah, I mean somebody's like not paying attention to you, not responding to you.
2: Yeah. Good job. High key. When something's high key. important. Yeah. Okay, okay very good. Yeah. So then what's low key?
0: Low key is like quiet.
2: Yeah, yeah. keep it on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> um, if something is a vibe. Cool. Yeah. Okay,
1: good. Yeah. Look good at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? <laughs> How cool
2: am I? <laughs> <laughs> the kids are gonna listen to this and be like, Oh god. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is it um, cringy yet? <laughs> well this one will be cringy. Sus. Oh yeah, it's
0: like they're suspect, like they're they're weird, different.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, good, yeah, good, good. I, good. Do that one all the time. I didn't know that one at all, and then yeah. they kept saying sus and then that's sussy a new, and knew it within
0: the last like year or two. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Um, the tea, spilling the tea
0: that information.
2: Away. Yeah. Telling the gossip, okay. the hot okay. gossip. All right. And here's the last one. Shook. Something has you shook. Scared. Yeah. Sorry. Like, uh, excited or like overtly like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I think huh. you
1: did better than I would have done. I wish it <laughs> <knows. Hey. laughs> well, Pretty cool. Yeah. Much cooler than you say. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't take much, Harleman. <laughs> He's
2: thinking about cutting that part out. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can cut out whatever I want. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we know just how hip Harleman is, mm-hmm. I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. This was episode one. Thanks so much for joining yep, us. Looking for forward you. to a good year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll touch base with you mid year. We'll check on progress and see what else we can uh, spill the tea on. Yeah,
2: good. for sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.